When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to Achtung Rural, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Accept no substitute. Welcome, dear listeners. Welcome to Actong Millwall. With me in the post Swansea, um, not quite afterglow, the, the post Swansea Merc is show regular Mike Hayden. Welcome on the show, Mike. Hi, Nick. Hello, listeners. Very frustrating afternoon, Michael. Um, yeah. I, I, it's, I was just saying off air, listeners, it's always quite difficult to do these immediate post-match reaction shows. So, so we, but we, we impose this pain on ourselves for your listening benefit. Um, I mean, I think in all honesty now, Mike, that's probably the playoffs gone now. Do you, do you feel that, that was, is it, is it out of touch now for you in the aftermath of that one or draw? I think so, yeah. Um, we should have won those last two games to give us any hope, and we should have won, uh, judging by both performances. And to come away with two draws is extremely frustrating, I, I think. Um, just a little bit more, and we would have you know, won both games, I think. Um, so, yeah, very frustrating. I think it is probably too far away from us now. You know, if you look at four teams uh, ahead of us, uh, and especially Swansea was the one really that we needed to beat to kind of peg them back um, and you know they're a couple of points ahead of us now uh, and we're running out of games to to make it right I think now. Yeah I, I agree I mean obviously one change from Saturday's uh, 11 which is the return of Sean Williams I, I thought did an okay job in midfield for me today Sean yeah. Williams. I, I, I liked him on the ball I thought he was calm and picked his passes well and gave us um, a bit of solidity in the midfield alongside Woods Otherwise, it was the same, um, the same starting eleven apart from Williams in for Malumbi, who was on the bench. We, we lack cutting edge, Mike. And this has been a, a, a repeat thing across the season. And you know, our, our most successful striker this season was sat on the bench. I, yeah. I, as I said, as I said on the TV coverage, you probably listened to the same stuff. You know, uh, Rowett doesn't feel he, uh, Matt Smith fits into this this formation. Um, and I felt for Tom Bradshaw a little today because, you know, I think we were unlucky, but uh, yep. he's not giving us that danger, is he? He doesn't bring that edge no, of no. unpredictability. He's, 
he's just so passive in the game, I think, Bradshaw. And, you know, the way he plays, it just doesn't seem to suit sort of those two wingers. And, you know, we're sort of crossing balls in and he's never in the right position. It was exactly what happened against Barnsley as well. You know, you'd have thought if Smith started that game, I think we'd have won easily. And it was probably the same tonight, just always the crossing coming in and he was sort of nowhere kind of near near the ball, um, just not in the right space. And, you know, it's a shame because he, he see, he's a decent player, I think. But if he doesn't have someone up top with him, I think he really struggles in that solo role. But the main thing for me, why we drew that game, was Mason Bennett getting injured and going off at half-time. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Providing yeah. a real, yeah. Uh, yeah, real uh, good bit of play down the left and obviously scoring the goal. And that was thoroughly disappointing to see him leave the pitch um, at half-time. Clutching his back, uh, let's hope he's OK, he's the kind of lower part of his back, stroke hip. Let's hope he's OK. I, I do agree. I think he's really brought something to the club since he's, you know, since he's achieved match fitness. Uh, and I thought he looked great today, to be honest, and scored a, yeah. a fantastic goal. That was a really nice move. I, I know Jed maybe had a touch of luck to bundle through on the right after the challenge. But, you know, that was a beautiful cross and a beautiful mm-hmm. finish, Mike. That was wonderful was. to watch. You know, it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was about time we got a bit of luck, I think, as well, especially in that game when uh, Murray Wallace hitting the post with that header as well. And I think Murray Wallace also had another really good chance, which he just headed wide. But, yeah, it was. He found the space. He lost his man and, um, you know, stumped it home. It was a great finish from Bennett, that. Yeah, I, I you know, I was just before I, I came upstairs to speak to you, I was just caught the back end of Steve Morrison in the studio with with his with his lockdown haircut incidentally i don't know uh, Very nice. you, you you remarked on his lockdown haircut on, yeah, on, on uh, twitter it's a long way from his skinhead in the, the 2010 days isn't it <laughs> I, I want to see him get back to his skinhead haircut um, he should wear the bandage as well maybe <laughs> um i mean morrison was saying that uh, that swansea didn't present that much of a danger i, I thought they did i, I mean that you know I, I i kept a note of some of their chances there was that wonderful clearance from Jake Cooper in the first half off the line, which should have been a goal from um, the Liverpool boy. I can't think of his name. Uh, The goal goal scorer, Brewster, um, should have scored there, really. Um, But that was a fantastic top draw clearance by Jake. Um, You know, I I read I signed a new longer term deal recently. So um, hopefully if we do get Premier League interest for him, we'll get Premier League money for him. But that was real, um, you know, top level defending, I felt there. It saved yeah. us a goal, didn't it? Kept us... It did, yeah. It, it was very good. Yeah, I, I think we defended actually very well today. Um, I, and I think they they got some extremely good players. I mean, that Brewster lad, he's, he, he will go and play for England. Uh, and then you've got um, you know, Ayu as well, who really is Premier League quality. But I think we, we did restrict them a bit to, to chances. And that was what was even more frustrating. I think, you know, really they only had one very good spell, which was just before they scored probably for about 10 minutes um but um other than that i think we were on top for most of the match yeah i mean obviously the turning point was the uh, the loss of mason bennett who i like a lot yep. for Con- Conor mahoney coming in the second half who i i want to like mike and i want to like him a yeah. lot but somehow he's he's, he's he's just not giving it is he? he's just not um you know he, he hints at greatness and yet doesn't quite quite achieve it he, he he looked okay in the second half, but without really ripping the place apart when it, in a game where we needed him. You know, we needed a replacement for Bennett, and I didn't see that from from Mahoney this afternoon. Yeah, he strikes me as one of those players who is top quality in training and then has zero arsehole on the pitch, which I think we've seen <laughs> since he's signed. But I, I, you know, I've said it. 
I've said as well, I think probably playing in a ground without fans would probably suit him because I don't think he's got a lot of you know, character, Mahoney. But um, yeah, he um, it's just a different prospect, I think, with Mason Bennett, who's actually naturally more of a you know, centre-forward type player, kind of cutting inside with pace, whereas Mahoney's more likely to go out wide and sort of try and cross the ball in, which um, is what Jed was doing on the other side. So I think when you've got Bennett sort of cutting inside alongside Bradshaw, it was a bit more dangerous. And um, yeah, just it didn't quite work. And um, yeah, I, We've still not seen enough from him, have we? Which is frustrating. Not yet, not yet. And I think the season is is slipping slowly out of our grasp, like those old movies where you fell into quicksand and your you know your hands just disappearing beneath the quicksand itself. And I think that's Mill's season now. But I, I think you're right about Mahoney. I mean, I, I thought maybe the empty den would suit him. We'd, we'd see some of the artistry that he's undoubtedly got. But um, if he's not going to deliver it this afternoon, when it when the season's on the line, really. I, I don't know when he will deliver it. It's all very well, you know, ripping Luton apart on New Year's Day, but it's it's got to be done when it when it matters more. Um, some great great chances for the Lions. I mean, uh, um, Jake um, nodded down to Bradshaw just at slating him earlier on. But he had a, he had a, a kind of a bundle cleared off the line shortly after that. Um, yeah. I thought we pressed well all afternoon. I thought we we, we showed a lot more effort. I thought we actually looked. Mm-hmm. Pretty good overall, you know. We we're unlucky, think, weren't we? I, you know, yeah. on a, on a diff, you know, we. I think, some, I think it was Harry, Harry said um, on, on our WhatsApp group, that, you know, that we hit the crossbar on Saturday and, and don't win, and they hit the crossbar and it bounds back off of um, Bart's back of his neck into the into the net. Those are the the moments that turn seasons, aren't they? They are, and and the Murray Wallace header near the end as well, you know, which he you know, connected yeah. well with um, Smith causing a bit of chaos in that um, six-yard box. And that was very unlucky to hit the post because, yeah, that was there was no one on the line. That that would have gone in, um, which was you know, very frustrating. But just getting those little breaks, as you say, uh, and that little bit of luck, and we probably would have won that game, I, I agree. Uh, and that's what makes it the ever so frustrating. Um, Jed Wallace had a good game today, which was good to see. I think that's the best we've yeah. seen for quite a while as well. Um, he, he really took things upon himself. Funny that the sky cameras are on him and he played well. <laughs> You're he, a cynic, read, Mike. You are read a cynic. Into that as much as you like. Is, is that is that Smith from Aston Villa on the line? Um, but, um, but yeah, it was good to see him um, performing well. And and but I think we played better for it as well. You know, when he's playing top yeah. of his game, you could see we did um, raise the game uh, a lot. But. Um, yeah, just um, just frustrating for a bit of quality from Brewster and we end up with a point. And we are the draw specialists in the league this season, Nick. 17 draws, which is, wow. I think, wow. three draws more than any other side. So, um, you know, mm. I think an 11th or 12th place finish is probably about right for that amount of draws, isn't it? Well, yeah, the league table doesn't lie is the other cliche, isn't it? Um, you know, I think that, if, you, if you're drawing that many, then clearly there's an issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure Gary Rowett has worked all this out. I mean, I'm sh- he may tune into our show, Mike, to get his tips on, <laughs> on ta- tactics, but I think he's probably worked it out for himself that we lack yeah. we, we lack fa- firepower, don't we? And um, unfortunately, I don't think Bradshaw is the answer. I mean, it's going to be a hard summer for, for some players, I think, because mm-hmm. um, I don't think he, he, he gives you enough. Oh, you're right. I mean, Murray um, went wide. Murray Wallace went wide twice late in the in the game. Seventy fourth minute, he went narrowly wide from a header, and then mm. hit the post in the eighty sixth minute. Um, yeah. They made him man of the match on Sky. Would you agree with Murray as as man of the match? 
Would you take him I, as your I, choice? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was a, he was a danger in both boxes. Um, I think he he defended very well, and and especially I think Don Goodman made the point on the commentary. Um, I wasn't listening to iFollow this time. I was listening to Sky. Um, although I was laughing because I think myself and Michael Avery forgot the game was on Sky. So we it was on Sky. That's iFollow. right. Five minutes in, I thought, fucking hell, what am I doing? Get it over after <laughs> um, <laughs> Sky. But um, yeah, I think he was superb, especially as he's been playing, you know, obviously left back for most of the season to slot in very nicely at um, centre half against, you know, uh, some really good players at Swansea have got. And he was a danger in both boxes, really, and, and, and was unlucky not to score. So um, I can't argue with that choice. I think Murray had a very good game. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't argue with it. I, I, I liked Sean Williams in midfield, actually. I thought yeah. he was um, understated, powerfully understated, as they say, in, in the, the realms of the arts. I thought it was a nice performance. And also Marlon. Right. I thought Marlon would always give you... He made a great block um, at, yeah. early in the second half, I think, um, to prevent a shot on goal. I think went for a corner. It was a real top-draw block. So I, I wouldn't fight them for Murray Wallace. I probably might have gone for... Um, uh, Sean, Sean Williams in midfield personally um, yeah. time to start blooding some of the youngsters from here onwards for you now Mike or is it well, is it beat Charlton, Charlton and then start blooding yeah. them <laughs> yeah let, let's make sure we turn Charlton over first um, I think that that is probably the last thing we're going to enjoy this season is hopefully a, a nice win over Charlton which um was a bit of a risk seeing as we're playing them on Fridays. He didn't really make any changes um, as well. And you'd have thought maybe you'd have rotated a little bit more in that game. Um, so hopefully the lads are, are going to be sort of fighting fit, which was a tough game today on, on Friday. Um, Charlton have won, I think, both games since returning from... Uh, the- they have, yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe they've improved slightly. But um, as we say, that they never beat Millwall. Um, but let's hope I'm not eating my words. But yeah, that that's the that's the game we're looking forward to. I think win win there, and if we don't, if the season fizzles out, you know, nice win over Charlton in the last few games. It's uh, not a bad way to finish the season, I guess. No, I think that's right. I think that's that's the message I want to say. And Gary, right? if if he listens, I know he probably listens for for the for the, you know, for the updates we give. Um, sure. Take Charlton seriously. And then the yeah. rest of the season, I, th- I think I want to start to see the Hayden Mullers and um, yeah. Billy yeah. Mi- Billy Mitchells. Let's see some of these kids that we we hear yeah. about and get them out. They give them a chance. There's no pressure. Um, the season's drifting to you know to to a kind of a, a summertime conclusion now. So let's let's see somebody the yeah, the, exactly. the products of youth. You know, let's let's, yeah. let's give what, it a go. Yeah, and what it comes to it down to as well. I mean, what's the difference between finish, t- finishing tenth or fourteenth at the end of the day? I'd rather. Yeah, see some of the younger lads get a chance and, um, you know, see if there's some potential for them to play a few more games next season. Um, I'd rather that than, yeah, just uh, play the likes of maybe O'Brien when he's fit in Mahoney and just um, yeah, let this out. Let's have a look at some of the players. Yeah, I mean, this is a young boy who scored at Chelsea. I think it was Abdul Malik. I think I want to... I would like to see him. I would physically see him, obviously, but by the, the miracle of I follow, we better have a look at him and see see what he can do up against, um, you know, second tier defenders. Um, I think that's once we get Cholton out of the way, I think that's how I want to see the, the season play out now. Um, the other major, the major uh, opinion I need to get from you, Mike, is your opinion on the Millwall mural in Zampa Road. I mean. As you would have seen today, there's uh, the, the, we've, we've got like an MGM lion on one side, which um, 
Yes, yeah, so some people have commented on it's it's carrying a little bit of timber around the middle, isn't it? Um, it's possibly Millwall calf. Uh, overdone the the Millwall calf or the the, the the Guinness and curry. I don't know what it's that overdone overdone its notch. But we've also got the return now of the um, a version of the old classic uh, Neil Harris uh, graffiti art on the other side of the road, I don't know, or on the same side of the road as it was, which is nice to see. I, I quite like the look of it. I quite like the look of both sides, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really good to see the Neil Harris one return. I think I mentioned when I was last on the show, what I loved about that was, you know, the rawness of it. And it's a very iconic Millwall photo. And it, it's almost when you walk through that railway tunnel, it, it gives you a little lift when you walk through. Um, you, you, you look see, for it. Yeah, you do. You do. You definitely do. And I always did that because that's the way I come into the ground those many moons ago. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's good to see the Neil Harris one back. Not, not sure on the fat lion. I think it looks, it looks, it looks okay. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks all right. Um, as I think I said, I'd rather have that WHU term back painted there. But um, well, yeah, yeah uh, that would be all. nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. I'm sure. Not sure corporate network rail would have funded that. It was the pity if they'd have done, they would have gone up in everyone's estimation if they'd have funded the old, uh, yeah, you know, abandoned hope all year into here, that kind of thing. But there we are. <laughs> yeah, they'd have gone up in my estimation. So that leaves us, as I'm just looking at the league table, listeners, as I'm speaking to Mike, it's literally about 20 minutes since the end of the game, 30 minutes maybe. We're mid table now, 40 games, we've got six games to go now. 56 points. Cardiff City are, as it stands, uh, in six spot on 61. It does look a little bit out of reach now, Mike, doesn't it? We're going to need a miracle. We're going to need to win everything, basically, and uh, and hope for, for others to start failing when they haven't shown any signs yet. So, exactly. There yeah. we are. Look, looking ahead for next season, and you know, let's not forget what a fantastic season it's been, not to summarise yeah. it too early but to come you know to where we are now you know under Gary Rowett there's so much to build on I think Rowett's going to see where he can strengthen in the summer and um, you know let's hopefully have a real push towards six next season Um, so there's hopefully a lot to look forward to but let's just get these remaining games out of the way. Agree 100%. Huge thank you to Mike Hayden for taking time out of his Tuesday evening I'm I'm losing track of um, what day of the week it is, because we've got weird kickoff times. Five o'clock on the Tuesday is not when God intended football to be played, dear listeners. And um, I'm losing track of where I am, day of the week and and time of the day. So um, there we are. It's, it's, tw- it's seven o'clock at night as I'm speaking to Mike. So big thank you to Mike for taking time out of his evening. And we'll yep. speak again very, very soon. Mike, many thanks, mate. Thanks for having me, Nick. Cheers. You're listening to Achtung Normal. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, my thoughts on today's game, sponsored by the club shop. Uh, I, it was another tough one where really, you know, both teams are going for it. But ultimately, it really was a game that Millwall, Millwall should have won. We, we did look a bit more exciting in the first half than we did in the second. And I thought defensively, we were very, very solid. Uh, I think we defended well. There was a few of those last-ditch block tackles that everyone likes to see. I thought Marlon Romeo had a great game. Um, and the two centre-halves, Hutch as well, played really, really well. Skies obviously uh, know something we don't because... Millwall don't normally get the love in, but they was all over Jake Cooper, so expect him to be on a move to either Leeds or Liverpool um, if the sort of sky and loving is anything to go by. It was disappointing. It was an unlucky goal to concede. Tom Bradshaw, yeah, he works hard. He needs the service. Ryan Woods, I liked you at the start. I don't think you'll be around much longer. Take Conor Mahoney with you, please, and let's rebuild for the summer. Oh, I say summer in the summer now. Come on, you lines. Yeah, I'd probably agree with you a little bit there, mate. The the simple fact is, is that Conor Mahoney is not good enough. Yuri Skalak is not good enough. Arguably, Aidan O'Brien isn't good enough. Although I would keep Aidan O'Brien because I think he is the second best striking option that we have at the club after Tom Bradshaw in terms of being able to press and run about and be a mobile striker. Um, uh, John Daddy Bovarsen, for whatever reason, doesn't seem to be fancied. Um, Conor Mahoney is not good enough to play for Millwall or not a Millwall-type player, even when there's no crowd there. He doesn't put anything in. So the excuse of is shy or retiring doesn't really wash with me. Um, and, yeah, that's probably the playoffs gone. Arguably not, because stranger things about with football. I'll be totally honest, with the crowd there, I don't think we would have lost the Derby game, and I'm pretty much sure we wouldn't have lost tonight. Oh, not lost, but drawn, but feels like a loss. One of those chances, those eight or nine chances from corners, we would have taken one. I'm sure the referees made a rick for the free kick. Should it be a red card? Yeah, probably it should be, because um, it's a clear goal-scoring opportunity. Um, is Mill season over? Mill season's over, but it, the coronavirus killed Mill season. Um uh, we're set well under it. There'll be a lot of changes in the summer. If we beat Charlton, the problem is, is if you beat Charlton and you win the game after, then people start thinking again. But there should be no pressure on them. It should have been made very clear. There's absolutely no pressure on them. But they seemingly have gone back into their shells rather than going forward. And it's a shame. Football without fans is nothing. And yeah, unfortunately, I've got to grab a couple of hours to kip before going to work for the last week of this ventilator challenge. But other than that, I hope you're all well, and uh, viva the Yatung and Aaron, I expect details of the Husky deal in the post, as well as details on the football writers, well, football content of all tickets, Nick. There we go. All right, then, lads. Bye. Big thank you to the chaps there for the post-match reactions. Just looking through Twitter, dear listeners, to bring you some of the uh, views and opinions around the Mill scene, Mill analytics, thought 
that Woods today in particular and Willow were superb. I thought uh, Sean Williams was, was fantastic, analytics. Woods to a degree in the first half. He says they both controlled the midfield and dictated play calm under pressure. Very good, says Mill Analytics. Oscar, the uh, Oscar reporter, reports, says Ryan Woods is outrageously good at football. Controversial, Oscar. Uh, always available. Great vision and so calm. South London's Paul Scholes. I want a pint of what you're drinking, please, Oscar. The Queen was seen at the Mill Day and on the crowd. That's doing the rounds all over internet. You have seen that already, dear listeners. Jake Cooper, Mill Legend, says Samantha J9X on the Twitter. Agree with this. And MFC Gav probably sums up the day and the rest of the season now when he says, just beat the Anoraks. I don't care about any other games, just beat Charlton, says MFC Gav. And I think I like that view and opinion, Gav. So thank you for that. Big thank you to the chaps for their contributions. This is all very rough and very ready in the immediate post-match afterglow. Thank you for listening, dear listeners. We'll be back on Thursday night with a more considered Real Mill fan show ahead of Friday night's South London derby, Charlton Athletic versus Millwall. Thank you for listening. Arrivederci, Millwall. Thank you for listening to Aston Millwall. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. Arrivederci, Millwall. Till next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.